I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. We have a very, very, very special guest today. Her name is Blair Bercy, and she is one of my best friends. She also has some, like, credits, though, like professional credits. She worked at Awkward Family Photos from the very beginning, like, before you even probably knew it was a thing way before the Geico commercials. She also is the director of video and media at HelloGiggles.com, which I am the co-founder of, not to brag. And there's also a little show she worked on called Nailed It, which is premiering on Oxygen this fall. She is my nail guru. She knows everything about nail art. Um, Blair, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I feel a little embarrassed because I have one ratchety nail. It's okay. Oh. I have 10 ratchety nails. I just got back from Bonnaroo. By the time you guys are hearing this, Bonnaroo was like last year. But um, yeah, ratchety nails are fine, Blair. What are we drinking today, by the way? 
Oh, no, you tell me because I thought this was something, you know, kind of like, not generic, but I thought it was something available to everybody. And then you said something that made me scream. It, it This is the best thing is it is available to everybody. It's Brad and Angelina's Rosé Mirabal, a.k.a. the best rosé on the market. Wait, it's available to everybody? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, like, kind of, like, I thought it was going to be expense. I was buying it at this liquor store up the street from me, and then I realized we were in, like, Beverly Hills or whatever. And um, that's why it cost, like, $36. But I, And then I, like, went to some other liquor store in the Valley, and it was, like, $24. And I talked to my friend Ryan O'Connell, and he was like, babe, I bought it for, like, $18.99. What? And I had no idea it was brought in Angelina's. I just thought I was, like, slamming down this delish rosé. And then he was like, girl, I got us two bottles of brought in Angelina's rosé. Um, but, yeah, it just it turns out that's what Miraval is. But Christina hooked this up today because if you've been following along with our adventure, you know that she got me some rank-ass rosé, like, two weeks ago. And then I made her <laughs> open up a nice bottle of wine she bought from Ellie for, like, her wedding day or something. She was punished. She was punished accordingly. <laughs> she was punished accordingly and forced to open some bottle of wine she'd been saving in her room. But then Christina. she blessed you with this. this yeah, is- and then she, well, Christina's the best. And she also hooked us up with, uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to the other snacks in our lives right now. Some Porto's potato balls. Porto's and Glendale is like best pastries ever. And then I'm drinking also Polar Seltzer. Uh, Polar is a company from Massachusetts that makes the best seltzer on earth. They send me seasonals. I'm not going to lie. They don't like sponsor me or send me money. That's the dream. But I also am just like happy to say I drink Polar and the vanilla flavor like tastes like food. So like if you're like trying to have like an anorexic week you can just like drink a bunch of that seltzer and feel like you're eating um that's the kind or of advice you get here <laughs> <laughs> or stop being like that and eat something because that's not cute welcome to please advise um blair are you ready for it for like questions no i am i have my oprah chai and i have my brangelina wine i feel like i can do this i got life in my mouth. You have like, but wait, wait, wait. Can you give me a brief? I gave my mom that Oprah chai for Mother's Day. Is it good? Yeah, it is. It's good. It's lighter than a regular chai. Like their regular chai is like really like heavy. Okay. This is lighter. It feels it's lighter, but it's not good for you. You know, it's like Oprah. You could drink you know, it on like a Montecito day. Yeah, like- it's it's a treat. It's sweet. You know, you shouldn't be drinking. You're not really getting many good things out of it, but you need it. Yeah, it's a yeah, hug. Yeah, I get it's it. a hug. Mm. A hug doesn't fix everything, but it kind of feels like it does. That's very smart. I like that. That's a really good definition of a hug. Well, this is that's my Oprah child. But sometimes all you need is a hug. So, you know, some. That's yeah. all I need. My like hug. honestly, like. Sometimes you get a hug and you're like, when was the last time I got a hug and why does this feel so good? Yeah, adults. Like, you just realize you don't get hugged that much when you're an adult. After this, we're going to hug. I know. Yeah, adults <laughs> need hugs sometimes. Um, do you want to take our first call? I'm nervous and I do. I do. I want to give good advice. You you give the best. Like, you, Blair has pulled me out of some real situations. Like, when I have been so – Blair and I have been friends for, like, I don't know, five, six years now. We've been friends for a while. And, like, whenever I'm, like, in a way, I call Blair and she pulls me out 
She gives the most bungle. <laughs> I let's see if Blair, I can curse people. I out. can't even. T- I can't. I like. Okay, Blair will. She will curse me out. She puts me in my place. She calls me a baby. She's the one who's pointed out a million times that like I actually have not lived life. Like I think I've lived so much life. And she's like, Molly, you're a baby. You, you know? are a baby. You're a tiny baby. But you're cute and it's fun. I think I know so much. So you pointed out to me. I put you in a snuggie sometimes. Blair drove a tow truck in high yep. school. So let's just put that out there. She's like a real human. I can tow a car and what from what we learned I mean I think there is <laughs> kind of a lot I won't incriminate myself I will say that one time Molly and I <laughs> parked in the not most legal way and I didn't realize it until um the Los Angeles <laughs> Police Department <laughs> tried to tow my car and that night ended with me almost like jumping off of a balcony getting in my car and driving it off of a tow she, truck she like straight up like I have never in my life seen anything like this, like to this day. (laughs) This bitch got in her car. (laughs) I don't move fast. They they had like, you know, like the fork thing. They like stick under your car where they're towing. And she like drove her car off of it and into the night. And I didn't hear from Blair for another half hour. I was like, um, are you okay? She's like, oh yeah, I'm home. I just have to like get my car out of there. Like. (laughs) <laughs> that's the truth that's i i was cutting corners and once again it's not the most legal thing to do but i did i turned off all my lights and bent some corners through beverly hills and i was gone so let us advise you <laughs> <laughs> all right here's our first call hey malls my name's jess and obviously i could use some advice okay so about a month ago i met some friends of my friend that i had never met before and they're a married couple And it was chill, and then at the end of the night, the dude, the married dude, uh, like, complimented me on my glasses, my outfit, which is nice, but it just seemed, like, sort of inappropriate, but I let it go. And then, like, I kind of mentioned it to my friend, but he was like, oh, no, he's kind of like that, like, it's harmless, so it's like, whatever. Well, then, after, like, three or four more times hanging out, this guy, like, took it to a whole nother level like he got fucked up and like kept telling me that he was like so attracted to me and like how it was like animalistic and then like asked me to disappear with him to which I was like um what the fuck dude and I don't know like it just got really weird and I left and that was a couple days ago and I feel like I don't know what to do I feel like I should tell his wife, but also is that just like, I don't know. What would you do? What should I do? Thanks so much. Love you. Bye. Jess, we have one thing to say to you. Mm. Mm -mm. Girl. All right, girl. Mm. Oh, no. No. You do not tell his wife, first of all. I'm just going to start this with that. Telling his wife, no. And I'll get to that like to why you can't do that later first thing is like who is this friend that's bringing you around this like predator and then being like no 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 he's just kind of like that like kind of like what like also your glasses like that's such a weak compliment like he likes the frames on your face like that's not even like really a come on that's just being like I like your accessories so like I don't know why like that all of a sudden had to be so like predatory But then, like, 
him like getting really wasted and really coming on to you like that, like that's actually borderline like sexual harassment. If this was a workplace, total sexual harassment. In the real world, all that is is like labeled as sexually inappropriate. I would write him a very strongly worded email. Mm-mm. I wouldn't even keep it. No, I wouldn't give him any ammunition because sick people like that will twist your words. Jess, first of all, you need to have a separate conversation with your friend because unless he's Chris Hansen, he's setting you up. You know your friend's a weirdo pervert that's going to do things like that. You should give your friends a heads up. That's wrong. Number two, he likes to make you feel uncomfortable because this has been escalating. It started with clearly right. she was just you were uncomfortable with the glasses compliment. I'm sure he read that on you. He, he felt the need to say something else, and now we're at the point now where he's animalistically attracted. He can take that Kesha shit, stick it somewhere else, sit him down, and be like, look, I know what you're doing. It's not cute. You're married. Stop. Knock it off. I don't think any of this is appropriate. Do it again. I'm telling your wife, and I'm telling everybody else. The end. But here's the thing. He's a friend of a friend. Like, this married couple is a friend of her friend, and her friend is, like, defending him. Right. She also needs to cuss her friend out. Like, so you she know- goes to the friend first. <laughs> yes. And says- if, like, obviously the friend says, oh, he's just like that. No, it's not just like that. That's, that's not okay. That's fucked up. I, yes, there's, I don't like a okay. just like that. Right. There's no just like no. that. Oh, like, my oh, uncle like, does, just touches me yeah, under my shirt. Yeah. No, oh, no. Sorry. Like, that person just, like, verbally abusive. <laughs> right, like, no. And that's part of the fun of no, hanging out with No, he should have like, been no. as appalled as she yeah. was. Like, what do you mean my married friend is talking to you like this? Exactly. Not he's just like that. No. Jess, you sound smart. And these people don't sound smart. But the thing with the wife and the reason why you got to stay away from the wife is because this is like, it's not her fault. Like, she doesn't need to know. Not yet. Like, she will, trust me, in due time, find out. In the meantime, you do not need to throw the wrench and the gears of her life. Like, you just don't need to do that. I think that that's, like, unnecessary. And it's putting yourself in when you are, like, then you're the wrench girl. Yeah. Like then you're the one that's like trapped up in the middle of these people's problems. Uh, girl code kind of tells me girl code. If that's a thing still like kind of tells me like maybe you should say something. I just think that you don't want anything to do with us. No, I don't. Yeah. You don't want to be the wrench wench. You definitely don't need to jump into it with her. I think she should tell him it's I think he's getting something out of making her feel uncomfortable. I oh, think he's yeah. he's escalating. I think he wants her. I think that he likes that. Ooh, I got this girl. Maybe in his sick mind, it's hot and bothered. But the reaction that he's Ugh. getting, exactly. That's Ooh. why it's escalating. And the next time he's going to corner her, she's going to go to the bathroom and he's going to be like, hey there. Yeah. You know, it's going to escalate. So she needs to stop it right like now. Finger blasted because you fell asleep. Exactly. Or yeah. <laughs> twisted while you're trying to like <laughs> reach for the wine opener. <laughs> so what you're going to do is just treat him like you would treat a guy on the street. You pass the same, you know, construction workers every day or some guy harassing you. You just have to turn on your heel and be like, no, knock it off. Like, it's not cute. It's not funny. I'm not entertaining this. I'll tell your wife. I'll tell your family. I'll put that shit on Facebook. Don't play me. But you don't. <laughs> you don't do those I things. I love that you go to Facebook because, by the way, that is married like, couples. Right. Married like, to married couples. Like that. That's like the mistress showing up at your job. Facebook. But you don't think like, OK, so you don't think there is a scenario in which you can send a strongly worded email in which like the way you have treated me is inappropriate just to get it in print. Like I I like I know words can always be used against me. I, I mean, God knows I like that. God, I mean, I've been known to send a scandalous email or two without any 
without any recollection that there's a forward button in the mix. Like I send very scandalous emails, but like I do think I do think that there is a place if if you want to avoid another sit down or another conversation with this individual. Yeah. Or just a no. You're or right. pass the message on through a friend. No. No, because no, your, you friend friend your friends sound your friends sound whack. Excuse me. Yeah, your friends are gonna be like, You're "Oh, right. Jess, Jess is on her period today. She's acting like a bitch." No, don't tell a friend. You know, it's. I think it's just Molly and I are two different people. I'm definitely like, get in your face. I will not hesitate because, in fright or flight mode, I tend to fight. So, and Molly definitely will if she feels a certain. I like write you a poem about. Yeah, it. Yeah, she will. She'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll Shakespeare your ass to death. That sonnet is coming. So it's just a matter of what kind of person you are. I don't think she should act out of character. If you're not a person that would normally confront somebody face to face, don't do it because you heard it on a podcast. If you are somebody that would write an email, do that. But some way, let him know. Yeah. You're uncomfortable. It's not cute. You're not blushing. You're embarrassed for his pathetic ass, and you'd like him to stop. Amen, girl. Amen. I was going to say other cuss words, but I'm not going to do it, Jess. He's not even worth it. Okay. Thanks, Jess. Please update us. Please. Please. Or send him my way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like, tweet Send him straight me. to Blair. Yep, I'll do it. I'll do At it. Blair yep. Bitch Blair. Prod. Wait, Blair Bitch Proj? P-R-O-J. Yep. yep. Tweet me. I'll get him. I have no problem. I think it's disgusting. Amen. And he's embarrassing his wife. I. That's just so. I can't. That's why, that's why you have to just always be afraid to commit to anyone and give anyone your heart. That's why I'm just saying oh don't gosh. ever trust a person oh, Lord. in your life. Don't ever trust she anyone. She doesn't mean these they'll things. Just fucking, they'll just rip your face up in all sorts of gravel as they drag you through mud. That's what I'm saying. I love my boyfriend. but like exactly. <laughs> She doesn't mean any of this stuff. No. You send them packing with a hefty bag back to where they came. You don't Blair. play. Don't, right. don't do it. All right. <laughs> you can do it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jess. Hey, Malls. Um, I'm calling because I have a pretty basic nail routine. Like, they're clean and mostly the same shape, but I can barely ever get myself to get color on there or, like, get the little skin away. And I'm wondering how you would recommend me to start and then maybe even, like, maintain a decent nail routine without spending a gazillion dollars. All right. Looking forward to seeing what you are hearing, what you might say. Thanks. Hey, you nameless freak. No, I'm just kidding. No name rando nail question. Girl. Um, okay. So... I always think that an investment is an incentive. So I think that what you should do is you should go to a salon once a month, get a $14 manicure, and then throughout that month try and maintain said manicure at home with just like a little bit of light buffing, like polish removal. If you want to try to like do a nail sticker, you can get them from Sally Hansen. I like scratch nail wraps in LA. They're great. And like they have really cool designs that last for like a week plus. I would stick with something like that. It's very easy to have well-kept nails. Um, the number one secret to um, keeping them clean and fresh is to keep them short. But Blair is really the nail expert. Blair, what do you have to say? Um, it's a great question. I think you're 100% right. Going to a nail technician that can shape and get your nails in a place where you feel proud of them is definitely the first step if you can't do it yourself. To keep 
kind of regimented. I hope this doesn't sound like some bougie disconnected answer, but like take an hour out of your week. Like if you have a favorite TV show, hopefully you have an hour in your week, girl. Hopefully you're not like just working and kids. But if you have that, if there's a show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is a great one. Sit down, nail polish remover, some great cuticle oil like solar oil, a color that you can live with just for the week. If you want to try out a berry wine or a hot pink, mm. keep that color right there. Set everything out like you're in your own little personal nail shop. Let Kim, Chloe, and Courtney take you away. Do your nails, polish your nails, and then use a good top coat. And I'm going to say it. Molly hates when I say it because I drill it into her head. Sechvite is the best. <laughs> no, I love it when you say it. I beg you to say it to me all the time. Sechvite <laughs> is the best top coat ever. And it will. it's a little expensive. It is, I think, a little over $10 per bottle. But... It is an investment that you can keep when you do step up your game. Maybe you want nail art. It's thick enough so that it coats your nail. Your nail won't chip or break. It's the best top coat that I can think of that you can get at like Sally Hansen or even CVS, wherever you live. There's some kind of like drugstore or beauty store that will sell sesh feet. And don't let anyone fool you, by the way. Like OPI, SE, those are good brands. They really are. Like Julep, like Butter. All of those brands are great. Deb Lipman, great. But like, the best nail polish, in my opinion, is Color Club. I love Color Club nail polishes. They're the, they look inexpensive. The packaging is not extravagant. Like, there's no reason why you need to go buy your Tom Ford or your, like, Chanel nail polish. There's yeah. just no reason for it. It's a $25, 30 bottle, $30 bottle of nail polish. You can go get Color Club for, like, 3 bucks. You can buy them in packages online. And I think that they're really long lasting great colors that you can easily put on and brush quality is everything like when you find a brand that has a good quality brush color club is one of them it makes keeping like keeping track of your nails at home so easy yeah so yeah just I think the small investments will pay off in the long run and yeah it makes sense to buy polish that is inexpensive because you don't know if you're gonna like it yet amen all right, let's take our next call. <laughs> hey, Mal. Um, I am calling because my boyfriend of two and a half years cheated on me, sort of, I guess. He kissed another girl twice and then hung out with her a couple more times and, like, was texting her about how he wanted to cuddle with her and stuff. Then I found out and we talked about it and now I'm moving away because we're breaking up. He, like, wants me to not move, and he wants me to give it a chance, and he wants, like, us to work on our problems and stuff. When he says it, it sounds really nice to not have to move and to just stay with this dude that I really like. But then when I say it to other people... It sounds fucking crazy because he cheated on me and he's a creep. But, like, can you ever forgive someone for that? Or should you ever? Or, like, should I try? I don't know. Okay, bye. This call might be the thing that breaks me. Like, honestly, I like, okay, ready? So, like, she is at best. Girl, you are at best the backup plan. Like, you are what he is keeping on backup should he not get a better offer. And you cannot 
base your life off this selfish, emotional affair having motherfucker. Like, he did cheat on you. Like, kissing twice. Uh, okay, like, I could see how you could see that's not... I consider that cheating. I consider that cheating because, like, it's easy to not cheat. You just don't cheat. Right. It actually is easy to not cheat. I a haven't lot of kissed like, any random person a day. You don't do it. You just don't do it. And you don't, like, continue on with the, hey, let's cuddle. Mm, 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 girl. Okay, that's, like, that's... Yeah. That's some that's, uh, Angela that's Bassett intimacy. set his shit on fire in the driveway shit right there. Like we're living together and I have to read that. Mm, 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 mm. And it breaks my heart because I hear the sadness in your voice and I hear that there's like a potential exciting adventure ahead of you, which is like you're moving to a new city, which is like a world of new possibilities, like a reinvention of self, if you will. And here you are like allowing this person who's treating you at – now, if you will, just like download. It's like 129 on iTunes. Big boy's backup plan. Like that's what you are. He's treating you like he's big boy in this scenario. And you're like the subject of this song. Like he's treating you like a backup plan. Like he's like, yeah, like I'll fuck you while you're around. But I will always, I will always have a backup plan. And I get that. I get that world that's very youthful. It's very young. And like if you're living in that world, either you're too old to be playing with this or you're young enough that you just need to move on and not consider any man or any person's opinion because this is just, it's not right the way you're being treated. You have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, you said it. You know he's a creep. He's a fucking creep. And you don't deserve to be with somebody that you're like, hey, this is my boyfriend. He's a creep. Or when you go to a bar, you're like, hey, okay, we're going to a bar. By the way, keep your dick in your pants and your mouth on your face. Like, that, you shouldn't have to do that with your boyfriend for years. Like, you shouldn't have to say those things to him. And I don't know if you're moving away because of him or to get away from him, but either way, go. Go. There are good guys wherever you're going. There are awesome people that won't cheat on you. And you can forgive him from wherever the fuck you land. Like, you don't have to forgive him in the house with him with him you can forgive him you can move on you guys can maybe he can grow and you guys can try to be together but you can do that from somewhere else honey i want you to listen to me real quick i want you to email please advise podcast at gmail.com and just like let me know who your name is like on itunes and i will send you big boy's backup plan and that's going to be your anthem okay i'm going to buy that for you and i'm going to send it to you and don't take advantage of me assholes i'll know which one is like the real person because we can track these calls yeah um but i want to buy you that song because you just like need to keep that in your mind like you're like there there are people out there like literally just treating people like wet assholes and like that's all you are is you're just like a wet hole like why doesn't he like become like that guy? That guy in Ohio that was fucking rafts or whatever. Did you read about him? Yeah. Yeah, like you're like a raft right now. Like don't move to a state where you're not a raft for some like meth head to stick his dick in. Okay, well, he's a meth head. But you sound really smart and you already sound like you know these answers because like I said, you called him a creep. No girl is going to refer to like the guy she's been with for a couple years as like a fucking cheating creep. So you're smart, you're strong, and you are moving somewhere else away where there is nothing but 
good dick and opportunities. So go away from this guy. Yes. Fly to that good dick. Drive to that good dick. People that'll treat you right, that'll be so happy to see a new face in their area. There will be some assholes. You'll you'll have to use the good sense that God gave you, and I can hear you have some. So just go away from this dude and let you know what this girl probably told him to like cuddle with his mama and now he's trying to like make up with <laughs> no, you he's like, right? like Ooh. she figured out he's a loser right so let him no. be unhappy and you go somewhere and be happy because you sound smart and awesome and he sounds skeevy and he needs to talk to the first dude from the first call and, and don't him. be nice to him while you're still there like no just, like go stay at a friend's house I mean, if you have that opportunity, if not, you don't need to, there's no, no sadness. That's what they'll do. They'll try to, guys will try to get you with this whole like sadness. Like, let's work it out. Why are you doing this? Like you didn't do anything. He did. Mm -hmm. No, you wouldn't stay. If a job told you to keep coming in every day and they're not going to pay you, you're just going to go and do, he fucked up. You're in a relationship. You guys are supposed to be together. The whole outcome of this is either to be together forever or be happy together or be in love together. And it doesn't sound like any of those things are there. As Rihanna's grandma said, a woman will always give more. And Amen, granddolly. I, I just want you to know that. Like, a woman will always give more. And, like, this, it, like, he is taking advantage of the fact that you're, you're going to give more. Like, you sound like a sweet girl. Don't let him do that to you. Let's take our next call. Hi, Malls. I was hoping to get some career advice. I currently work at my apartment complex where I also live. Um, and my manager has just gotten to the point where she's a nightmare. She affectionately refers to me as twat, which would be great if we were friends, but we're not. Um, I did get an offer to do something in a completely different field, but I'm worried that if I leave this office, she will somehow fuck me over on my living situation. And I don't know if I should stay and wait out the rest of her time here at the manager because she's getting ready to leave, or should I should go and experience this new opportunity because I don't want to fuck anyone here over, but I also don't want to get fucked over. So I was hoping you could give me some advice on that. Okay, thanks, Mal. Bye. Um, kindness seems like you are shitting where you're eating in, like, the biggest way possible. I don't really know what to tell you other than um, this is, like, you need to always be on the move, like, in terms of whenever you're unhappy, be looking for a new job and a new living situation. I don't think you should work where you live. Um, I, I'm almost at a loss on this, but being called a twat at work anywhere is, is unacceptable. It's unacceptable, especially when, like, you're not, we're not talking like comedy writer's room. We're talking like a leasing office at an apartment building. Like, I would assume there's HR of some kind, but that seems to be a concern of yours that they would raise your rent. I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's a major legal issue on the part of your employer slash leasing office yeah leasing office i mean i would think if anything her calling you a twat would get you a break on your rent um if maybe not- she has a better relationship with the owners or whatever the higher ups than she does you know so maybe she her fear is that she'll go and say this girl's making problems um do you, you should have some kind of contract that's what, if you're really going to leave and you really are worried I'd make sure you have some kind of rental agreement lease, even if you're on month to month. She can't just kick you out 
I mean, she might make life a little hard, but she sounds like such a bitch that she'll probably find somebody else to obsess about and call a twat after you leave. And also, like, how much power does this woman actually have? Like, if you're trying to wait out her leave time, it seems like she can't be that in control because then she's like, she wouldn't be leaving if she was the main boss. Like, the main, main boss. There has to be someone you can speak to. And if there's not, like, I mean, I don't know where you live. I don't know what your options are, but, like, maybe you can just, like, kind of quit your job at the leasing office, get a new job. Save up a little bit of money. Like maybe you take like a a hit and move to like a less nice apartment or something. I don't think I think this woman is a lot of like somebody just calling somebody a twat every day sounds like all bark and no bite. Hopefully, I think that you should get this other job. Make sure you have it. If you can try to split your time, if you have time away, make sure you have this other job and then be as sweet as pie and say, I love it here. I'm so happy this other place is offering me a better position, a higher up position, something that they won't offer you more money, less time, something and say, you know, like, I'm going to leave this job in two weeks. I'll help you find my replacement. Just be super nice about it so that if she does decide to flip the script, you at least have some kind of backup where if she does try to get you evicted, it looks very clear like she's doing something rude or sabotage after you've been so kind yes. and nothing but nice. And make sure you thank her boss. Like, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I loved it here. And all that said, want to say, Blair and I are giving you the benefit of the doubt. And we're assuming you're not a twat. <laughs> Maybe you are a twat. Like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Maybe I I, I would I hope you're, you're not. Eviction is a very expensive process. I know that. Like, most landlords do not want to go through that. They don't want to deal. Like, it is so easy to call any sort of, like, renters association. Every city has one. You can nail this building on something, and they know that for a fact. So assuming that you're not a twat. And you worked in the office. You have to know some kind of like, I'm not to say you should pull their card like that, but you have to know something about the way that they conduct business. If your fear is that she's going to get you evicted, it sounds like she's probably done it with somebody else. Maybe she's been shady with somebody else. Maybe when you guys were friends or friendly, she confided in you in something. I would just make sure you're as sweet as pie until she gives you a reason not to be and then kind of put your foot down because she sounds like a bully. She sounds like she's going to find somebody else. Yeah. She'll find some, once you're gone and once you're not there and you're somewhere else, yeah, you might pass her in like the parking lot and she might give you an eye roll or, you know, say fuck you or, you know, just make your life a little bit harder, but she'll find somebody else to bully. And much like a freakum dress, every woman's got one. Like I'm saying every single woman has someone else who hates against them in the workplace. That is just the case. I have never worked in a place ever in my life where I didn't have someone who was hating against me like you are always going to have a hater if this can literally just be an issue of like okay she calls you a twat so what like so what like things things I've been called in my life twat mm, I don't know is that really high on the list maybe it's not that high like she probably is like tempestuous and annoying but like Let's just face it. And any place you work, there's always going to be someone you don't get along with. And like if she's like she happens to be your work hater, it sounds like there could be worse work haters. Like I would be more mad at someone eating my lunch every day than I would be someone calling me a twat. See, I 
I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, just know if you go to another job and they start calling you a twat there, after twat number one, put your foot down and be like, no, your mama, don't talk to me like that. Don't, I'm not. Like, you're not going to do that. Two. Twat number two, then you go to HR. Yeah. Twat number three, key their car. No, I'm kidding. Don't, don't key their car, but, you know, Whatever. slap the taste out their mouth. But don't do that because yeah. I didn't say that. Please don't sue this podcast because I told you to slap somebody. Uh, we but, have nothing. Um, but yeah, don't go to another job and allow this situation to happen again because it sounds like this woman has backed you into a corner verbally and now you're scared for your living situation and that's not cool. So new job, no twat, no new friends, keep it pushing. Amen. Next call. Hi, Mols. This is Mary and I have a question um, because I am 28 and I realize that everybody's using this turn down for what hashtag and I totally don't get it. So I want to know, what does it mean? Am I like too old for this? Or, you know, is there just like some way for me to keep up with what all the kids are saying these days? Uh, thanks so much. Bye. Okay, Mary. Um, okay. Um, so, all right. Help your uh, sister, Molly. Well, okay. So turn, turn up means like, you're like, turn, like, you're like, turn up. Like, you're like, gonna, like, you're gonna like party. Okay. So like, that's like where you're at. And then turn down is like the opposite of partying. So then like turn down for what is kind of like a rhetorical question because he's saying to you basically like, is there anything you would turn down for? And you're like, no, because like the obvious answer is like you're not going to turn down for anything. And like that's basically what he's saying. Um, little John. Um uh, it's kind of like I I don't um wow. Uh Blair, do you want to yeah, take the okay. Yeah, Mary, girl, first of all, the fact that you refer to it as a hashtag makes me already <laughs> feel like you should stay away. It's one of those times like like, I would never tell you to use the word thought because clearly you don't know what that means. Don't, if you don't know what it means, you don't need to use it because you're not part of that culture. It has nothing to do with your age. Absolutely nothing. It has nothing to do with your skin color or your God economic bless. situation. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with your lifestyle. And clearly you don't listen to hip hop. You don't know the song. You don't, I guess, go see movies like, I don't know, what was it? Like The Neighbors or something where like it's used in a trailer. So, if you try to use it, don't even, don't, don't worry about what Mal said. Don't try to figure out what it means. Just don't use it. Stay away from it. It's like the N-word. Everyone's using the N-word. <laughs> White people, black people. It doesn't matter your skin color, but it's not for you, girl. It's not for you. Put down the hashtag. Step away from it. Turn down for what? You can laugh. Now you kind of know what it means, so you're in on the joke, but just don't use it because I just feel like you're going to be that girl where the record scratches. You're going to say, like, turn down for what? Like, and people are just going to be like, Err. no, girl. So don't embarrass yourself. It's totally cool. There's a lot of things. I mean, sometimes Drake says some shit where I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And so I don't use it because I don't even know what that means. So it's fine. Some hashtags, it goes over your head a little bit. That's cool. You're not in that culture. You'll get them the next time. I promise you. JLo's making a comeback, girl. She got you. She got your 28-year-old self with some good knowledge, some good <laughs> hashtags for you. you got, you'll get the next one. Mm. Pass on this one. Praise. Okay, so um, we're turning down for nothing. You guys, thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. I'm Molly McLear, a.k.a. Malls. My guest today was Blair Bercy. You can follow her at Blair Bitch Proj, P-R-O-J, on Twitter. And look out for her on Hello Giggles and Oxygen's Nailed It and also Life. 
Um, thank you so much for joining me, Blair. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Hopefully you guys got like your life from this advice and you're moving on and you're moving up and you are not using hashtags. You don't know what they mean. Please, by the way, call in with your updates. It's 323-450-7408. I want to know, Mary, have you turned down for anything? I want to know. I'm going to hashtag the hell out of you, Mary. Let me find your ass on Twitter Mary, and we are going to hash what have you turned down for? Anything? No. I want to know. Jess, whatever your situation was. I just remember someone named oh, Jess called. Jess. I like Jess. I'm worried about Jess. Praying for you, girl. I'm praying for all y'all. And oh, also that girl who I'm sending big boys backup plan. I want to know. You need to email me. I'm, I'm going to send you. I'll send you. Every week, by the way, I want to send someone a song that costs $1.29 on iTunes. So I'm going to pick whoever the caller is who I think I need, I know needs a $1.29 song on iTunes the most. And I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you. So you just email that. Please advise podcast at gmail.com i'll send you a how song. much how much is dj snakes and, and little john's turn down for what i'd like to send that to mary Can okay so blair's personally going to purchase that, to that song for mary mary who's 28 who doesn't know how to turn down well she doesn't know what to turn down for exactly and um yeah so this is please advise please subscribe please y'all rate me on itunes <laughs> leave some stars leave some reviews leave some ratings um pop your pussies on handstands go to clubs and fucking get crunk um also like i want more questions about like your scanless shit because i know if you found me you're into some real shit oh yeah you are you're into some real shit yeah these are not these are not the hashtag questions you got some deep shit going on Dig deep. Dig deep. <laughs> she got you. Going. I want that that life crowd. Mm-hmm. All right. About uh, that life. Thank you so much to Marival, uh, Br- Brangelina, for making beautiful children. Angelina, I don't know how you exfoliate those lips as frequently as you do. I have enough. Uh, oh, I can guess. I'm like, <laughs> that's not exfoliating, girl. If anything, it's the opposite. <laughs> Depends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Move it. That'll say. So, so, you know. Um, so, we'll answer questions about that next time. You guys, thank you so much. Please advise. Bye. Bye. <laughs>